0: Hey, this is David Vitterman, the Cobra. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
1: Hey, this is Chase Sexton. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: Pantera to start off my night. Uh just got in from Vegas to the house, set up studio. And uh we're gonna do a pretty shortened show tonight. Just uh talk a little bit about the, the Vegas finals and um wrap the season up a little bit. TJ and I had a blast out there in Vegas. Met a lot of cool listeners and uh, got to do some fun stuff. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Want to thank all our sponsors. Of course, the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show is Torque One Racing, who is providing high quality, economical performance parts. Check out torque1racing.com for grips, pegs, handlebars, shifters, brake pedals, and more. Uh, Johnny's been with us now for a while. He's, he's really big into racing um, and he's got a lot of great, just really great products. Not everybody always thinks about torque one first, but, uh, as our listeners, I'd love for you to go support them. Uh, fantastic products, torque, one racing.com. They have passion for the racing industry. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram shock socks, fork seal protectors, MX girl designs, graphics, all sport dynamics, wrist braces, fly racing, uh, the best protective gear out there, you know, whether you want helmets, boots, gear, uh, jerseys, mountain bike equipment, Powerband Racing, uh, which is a WP authorized suspension um, service center. Uh, we got Works Wheels and Mods for your engine work and Sarah Coating Hoop over there. Brett Hooper over at Works Wheels and Mods has Sarah Coated a bunch of stuff on my bikes. thing looks just sick. Lo- looks a lot faster than it, I ride it. Of course, Extreme Colors, Kirk Hunter, paint custom painted helmets, anything you want for, uh, since 1988 for $295. Cannot be beat. And, of course, Kyle Tucker with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, Kyle and his team will guide you through the process. Anywhere in the country, they can help you out. 913-744-4790 or email him at Tucker at kw.com. And uh, tonight, we want to introduce our newest sponsor. Just came on board this week, Blood Lubricants. That's B-L-U-D, lubricants.com. Uh, just one of the new... Uh, Oil companies in the business, they've been around for a while, supporting other type forms of racing, really hit hard in the uh, Supercross, uh, what do you call it? the Supercross Series this year, Sponsoring a lot of teams, including Tyler Bowers. Um, I, there was a high percentage, I can't remember, I looked at their Instagram, and there was a pretty high percentage of riders that made the Supercross main running blue, blood lubricants. It's three series of oils, whether you're looking for the Blood Power Sport series, the Racing series, or the Racing Pro Elite series. He's got two stroke premix, suspension fluids, chain lube, degreaser, degreaser, the PolyClean, uh, which is a plastic shine and clean pro- uh, product. It's really awesome. And, all, and tons of other products. We're going to get more into it um, as we probably next week, as we do a full show, talk a little bit more about it, probably try to get Jeff on. And if you're interested in getting any of their products, you can always get us at the MotoXPodShow.com contact form, and we can get you in touch with Jeff, or you can hit up just directly info at BloodLubricants.com. Let them know that you heard about them on our show. Uh, you may have heard Chris Kiefer talk about them. He has tested the oil, uh, has a lot of high things to say about it. Like I said, we'll talk more about it in the future. Very excited to have Blood Lubricants on for the year. Um Yeah, Jeff Green's a great dude, and he came on board, stepped up, and we appreciate it. So Vegas is over. Very crazy 250 West finish for sure. You guys have seen the races, I'm sure. We're going to get TJ on in just a couple minutes. He is at home. I think he just got back in for Vegas this morning. I flew in a couple hours ago. So uh, lots to talk about. We're all pretty wore out, so we hope you guys bear with us if we're not on our A game. But come on, man, we're always on our A game, right? So take a quick break. Get TJ on the phone and later we're going to talk to Dennis Hawthorne, a Texas legend right, works for Kawasaki talk to him a little bit about the series and the upcoming motocross series and uh, Muscle Mark's going to come on, he's involved we're trying to help Stank Dog out at the Nationals a little bit, just trying to get some support for him, so we're going to get him on briefly and uh, all that coming up, be right back
3: Powerband Racing is a suspension company dedicated providing best service and products they are committed to developing new products, and improve your ride. They want your suspension to be the best it can be. They're based out of Minneapolis, and they're a WP authorized Service Center and trusted by Ryan Sipes. Many bikes to big bikes, they cover them all. Powerband Racing has your suspension covered. Contact them at 320-983-3400 and follow them on Facebook or Instagram.
2: Okay. Like I said, we are, we're back, and we've got DJ TJ on the line who just got home what today tj from vegas
0: yeah well we stopped at flagstaff on the way home and rode up in the mountains but yeah we came straight back uh monday morning
2: cool so you uh you were out of vegas with me since friday right you were there for press day um you got a little more involved in the interview process this weekend and you seem to really enjoy it what do you think about it
0: man it was really interesting i've i've been the Supercrossers for so many years i've always had industry access it seems like and and as you know and i said it for many people who listen i've kind of been ball humbug about it, yeah it's fine i've done it whatever but this weekend i don't know what the deal was but it was just um it was just fun like i guess just getting to do sitting in the press box was cool but just hanging out and it it was more of like a hangout than going to watch a race. I guess is what it was in a way. Yeah. And I got to do a lot of interviews, which I've obviously never done like that stuff. And um, and I I, I probably much made our vid my video too long. is What it sounds like. <laughs> I made like an hour. I had an hour's worth of interviews, and um, I may even break it up. But no, and I had a I had a blast.
2: Yeah, I watched it back, uh, I think, I, like yesterday. All the stuff that I wasn't there for, I watched back yesterday. and Really, really thought the Michael Mosman, Mohed, uh, mock interview was good. good. And the Jordan Bailey um, from Germany thing was pretty <laughs> funny. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to understand. Well, you did explain it a little bit, didn't you, in the, in the interview, I think? Yeah,
0: kind of, did, yeah. kind of didn't, but the people who don't know, we're listening now, I I plan on reposting that vi- those videos. I'll edit them out and maybe stick them on our Instagram. I think they're short enough. Right. Maybe. But, anyways, yeah, the announcer, the in stadium announcer, said mm-hmm. not once, but like multiple times and reiterated how he had been talking to Jordan Bailey, and Jordan Bailey's from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys in the press box were just having a field day with it. And then to. And then I told Jordan about that, and i you know, he just thought it was the greatest thing ever. So he, right? Uh, he's like, we're going to do this whole interview as I'm from Germany. <laughs> and so the best part was even my wife watched it, and when she did it, you know, she's doing the an interview, and then when the very first thing he said, he said was how he had a hard time with the language, he right. was like Perfect English, obviously, because he's not from Germany. And I almost dropped the camera; I was laughing so hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was definitely quick witted with that. It was very funny for sure. Um well just talk about the weekend as a whole, other than just the well let's talk about the racing. Let's get straight to Saturday night. Um track was pretty beat up, pretty dry baked as it always is. Um yeah. but what'd you think though of the track layout? Uh anything special?
0: I thought the track I, uh from the day one I mean, from the second we saw the track and you kept giving me a hard times, I kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, why do they put sand in a corner? Um, after seeing how the track actually rode and raced, there wasn't some different lines. You could go way inside but you wouldn't able to make the finish line or just some different things like that. But uh, standard supercross, the I I don't me personally, I, I guess because I've watched fantasy stuff too, I'm looking at the back of the pack, it wasn't like it was the most exciting ever race. Right. Um, it really sucked for obviously for a PC and um but it just it was just another supercross i guess i i didn't i don't know i'm jaded when it comes to supercross i've been to so many but um it was it wasn't bad but it wasn't like oh my god i can't believe how good it was yeah and i I didn't get to watch the 450 main
2: right yeah amber and i Um, are gonna actually amber hasn't watched it yet we're gonna rewatch it tonight here in a little bit um let, you know, I said we, we should talk about the racing a little bit, but let's wait until we get Dennis Hawthorne on to actually talk about the racing more and yeah, then we'll, we'll talk about outdoors. But, um, so Friday night you went to your first live pulp show with, uh, with me, your wife, Kathy was there. Um, and of course we had Randy Richards.
0: Whatever extra, they, spend whatever extra they want to charge you to get VIP and be the first one in line <laughs> so you can sit next to the stage because it was that good.
2: Yeah, it's funny, because you're you're so cheap, and, and anybody that listens to our show knows that you're almost, you're, you're weeds level cheap, but you're like, well, oh, I don't know, what do I get extra for VIP? Why'd I pay so much? And you didn't even realize there were cheaper tickets, that, like $20 tickets, I don't think. But uh, I didn't.
0: Oh, I would have bought those, and yeah. I'm so glad I didn't.
2: Yeah, because yeah, we were uh, front row, uh, VIP had the first two rows, and we just happened to have a table that was literally against the stage, where like I put my stuff on the stage, and Randy Richardson and his buddies were right behind us. Randy was in typical Randy form, Um, but just fantastic show uh, with RV and Chad Reed. um, Very funny, very, you know, kind of battering back and forth, telling stories. You got Davey Coombs coming on stage and completely busting weed, JT, and Steve's balls on their early picks from the beginning of the season. That those yeah. guys didn't even know, but stuff that you know they they posted the show on the Pulp feed, but you, it's I don't know that there's a video you to be of it, there. In, huh?
0: Yeah, you, you got to see it in person. Yeah. Obviously, I've, I've listened to all the live shows, and I was interested in going. But I'm telling you, buy the VIP tickets, get there early, and be the first one to go in there and get up as close as you can to the stage because it's that good.
2: Yeah, was definitely. And your wife even enjoyed. Kathy enjoyed it enough where she said she's going to start listening to Pulp now.
0: And she doesn't even listen to our show, but right. she's gonna start listening to Pulp
2: now. So <laughs> That's that's yeah, that's all we need is give more listeners to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: But uh yeah, and then I had a blast last night. Um Steve invited me over to do the show. Had a pretty full house, but I got to hang out with you know, Max Max Steffens from Fly was there, J T in studio, uh Randy Richards in studio, a couple of his buddies, Robbie and um the other guy's name is blank I'm blanking on. But um Yeah. And then Mike Ulrich from Yamaha was there, and man, it was pretty cool. It was really neat watching watching Dune Goon work uh, with his three, yeah. his three computer monitors and all the stuff he's got going on and um, three at one time, huh? Yeah, he's got all you know, he's got drops on one and um, software stuff on the other. I don't know, I couldn't even figure out what it all was, but it was <laughs> it's pretty cool to sit on the couch and watch, and then get to be on the show towards the end. I I had uh, a lot of fun. Man, the memorabilia in that studio is unreal. Really? Yeah. Dude, just like signed poster by John Michelle Bell. You know, all kinds of stuff signed by Dogger. Just jerseys everywhere. Helmets everywhere. um, Lots of posters. And just all kinds. So much more stuff that I can even get into. It's just unreal. That's cool. Yes. So, um... What? Just give me your overall thoughts on the night before we get Dennis Hawthorne. I want to get too many details because I want to talk about yeah. some of it with Dennis. Um, what did you think?
0: Uh, the overall thoughts: Vegas is a would be a terrible place to be. Just a random fan with the pits spread out and five million degrees. And so you said it wasn't that um, hot. No, I'm just saying for most people, oh, okay. it wasn't that hot. But can you imagine just? Walking around the pits and all that kind of stuff. I will say the atmosphere for the last round was actually pretty good. Everybody was, you know, pretty chill and laid back as far as the riders go. Um, I think everybody was just like relieved to be at the end of the uh, of the of the weekend. Yeah. So uh, I mean, end into the series or whatever. So it was good. I mean, like I said, the most fun I've ever had at a supercross.
2: Yep. So uh, I had a blast. Um, press day was. You know, I always enjoy press day. I felt like I uh, got up there and asked a couple questions, and you know, I asked Eli the yeah. the one question that's, that that uh, snap on Dan. I think it was snap on Dan that sent me a message and said he thought Eli was mad at me, so I talked to him afterwards, and he was pretty funny with his response, which you caught and put on the yeah, YouTube. Yeah, he was laughing. Yeah, uh, and then the press conference afterwards. I guess one of my questions has caused one of my questions brought an answer from Cooper that has stirred the pot in the social media world and he, he really
0: now I haven't listened to, to any of that yet what happened
2: okay so we got about 10 minutes before we got to get Dennis on but um okay. I asked Coop, we'll him I, 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 I asked Cooper I said all right so you're sitting on the line for the 450 main and you're watching the 250 main and you see unfortunately what happens to Adam C and Cirillo changes everything at that and then I went and said hey so during the heat race you were battling with Eli a little bit like you clearly wanted to win that heat race that mattered to you seeing what happened to Adam does that change your mentality for the main now where you will back off and just settle in and his response was no he cracked I didn't oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah. you tell me about that you yeah, told yeah. Me about that. So that, that actually started something
2: online that's great. Yeah, yeah, and then Daniel talked about it on main event. He said that to like he told me Sunday at at uh, Supercross Futures that like that that's the highlight of any comment made all year was what Cooper said. So, you know, and then of course I I get the haters <laughs> yeah, as always. The question well, the, everybody, the all the questions are stupid. Like I I'm really curious what these people think we should ask. Like what would be a non <laughs> what's a not not a stupid question to ask then? I mean, <sighs>
0: That that they'll actually answer.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I
0: mean, like, now I was in the pits, and I, and maybe it's not kosher, but I had to ask, and I knew he would say no, but I asked Mitch Payton if he wanted to do an interview. Sure. And I mean, obviously, he said, you know, I mean, absolutely not. I right. Mean, and, and and I get that. I mean, yep. we we all get that. But being there and trying to be media, I had to. um
2: I really had to to at least ask. Sure. Yep, yep. That's that's you know like the the question I asked Eli and stuff. Just trying to. What is that noise in the background, dude?
0: Uh, somebody trying to call me. Uh, Great radio, dude. Yeah, it's it
2: sounds like uh, you're trying to start a chainsaw that's broke. All right, hey, (laughs) I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop the call real quick. We'll take and we'll uh or stop the recording. We'll get Dennis on and we'll continue. Okay, we're back. We have on the line with us. Uh still have TJ on the line and we have none other than the Texas legend Dennis Hawthorne, who is driving uh, he's driving through Texas right now, I believe. So his signal may go in and out a little bit, but we're gonna get his expert advice on this season. Dennis, what's up, man?
4: I am easing down the highway striping off sticker phone at least. Maybe it sounds a
2: little better. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. I think I need to bump the volume up just a little bit, which I got you here. Um, so this would be a little bit of an unedited version of the show tonight. Well, Dennis, um, I wanted to get you on and, um, you know, you're a lot, there's a lot of background noise. Okay. So we're back. We, uh, had a little bit of technical difficulty. Like I said, uh, Dennis is traveling through Southern Oklahoma signals, not perfect, but we've got him back. We're, uh, we're going to start this thing off. Um, so Dennis, what, what's up with Kawasaki, what, with what you're doing, your part with Kawasaki lately, how's business been? Uh, business is good.
4: The good time sales event is in full swing right now and, uh,
2: Got
4: great programs and uh, huge incentives
2: on uh, a lot of products, uh, so the good times are rolling at Kawasaki. Yeah. Now, so speaking of Kawasaki, uh, we just finished with Vegas this weekend, and things throughout the season looked pretty damn good for Kawi. And in the last couple rounds, it just the bottom fell out. Um, you've been a professional racer, in your throughout your, you know your years of racing, uh, arena cross championships, you know all about ups and downs. Man, we just. Tell us what your thoughts are on, you know, Austin Forkner and Adam Cianciarillo and just how those championships just got away from him.
4: Well, it, it seems uh, rather unrighted uh, that um, Forkner rattles off so many wins and then trying to win practice runs his, runs his whole season. Uh, it, it just um, is uh, very unfortunate and heartbreaking for the kid. And as far as Adam goes, uh, my goodness, man! Um, it looked like he was going to get it. He was in a position to win, it. and then uh, the wheels came off, and he was, looks like he hung a tough block, and off he goes. And that was that. And, and it was just ugly. Yeah. And, uh, but what character he shows! Uh, granting that interview after the uh, after the you know, so Daniel Blair there between yeah, yeah. Uh, between the mains. and uh, you know, he didn't actually. Uh, He's real professional about it. Didn't shed a tear or nothing. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it, but it's it, it's just heartbreaking for him as well not to not be able to, to uh, place the championship. And then uh, uh, it would have been cool to see two more ones go on Mitch's door because during the interviews in front of those doors, you've seen how many number one plates were on that pro circuit uh, transport. It's just impressive as I'll get out.
2: Yeah, and, and it's I, been a little while. I
4: hope he gets. So, I hope he gets some more. No question about it. He, he deserves
2: it. I, I totally agree. Uh, it's been a little while, and I really thought for sure he was going to get two more. Um, TJ, what do you think, man? Um, th- those guys definitely AC and Fortner did pretty much everything right until right at the end.
0: Yeah, and I think Fortner did. The, I mean, he didn't change his game plan. He went out there, hung it out there in practice to find the limit. Unfortunately, he definitely found a limit, but ended his deal. And then I genuinely don't know. I think a hundred times going through there, you know, replaying the whole deal again, I think that the bike doesn't bend. Like, like we talked about, but, um, it would just be in go down. You, you, you that happens a hundred times. And like I said, the bike doesn't bend. He stepped off. He wasn't hurt. Right. Um, it was. It was. Like,
2: it was a freak it was deal.
0: One freak deal. Now here's my question, Dennis. For you, as a professional racer and all that stuff, right now, I think he could um, he could stay down. Do you stay down, or do you go to four fifty?
4: Doing his as large as frame as he can, and he's obviously uh, he's at a weight disadvantage against the two fifty guys. Uh, I mean, the, the, that spike is strong, but he's getting pulled. It looks like, uh, so he, yeah. he definitely needs to be on the 450. I think, and he's got. So he's it looks like, like now he's, he's got unique. the strength to uh, perform. Yeah. So,
0: so, so, move so in
4: that regard, I think he, he he definitely should probably go to the 450 class. I mean, yeah. it, it, and it's a, it's a steep learning curve. I mean, look at Plessinger. I mean, he 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 uh, he's you know uh, <laughs> he, he he got hit. Yeah. And and you know um, Webb, it took him a couple of years. It, really, it was just the team was on. I mean, sure now he's got a, a, a fantastic program that, uh, and and I don't think he missed a box. It's an extremely easy
1: Yeah, right.
2: t- Talk about that program a little bit, Dennis. I mean, in your day, I mean, well, let's talk about your program in your day. What what was a week of training like for you? What did you try to do? And and like whether it be um, cardio, riding, eating, what, what, what did your program look like?
4: Well, I mean, it, it's, uh, that's apples to oranges compared to what these guys are doing sure. now. That's it's, no one paid a trainer back then either. They <laughs> did their own program. Yeah. And so obviously I would, uh, uh run, run, bike, and, uh, uh push ups, so all the, all the basic, uh, physical, physical stuff I could to increase endurance and ride a lot. And, uh, and so basically, I got the best results from after a billion endurance testing uh, for Kawasaki uh, for the week, uh, doing um, four thirty-minute motos a day. That 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 was what actually uh, beats you into the shape the best is riding, and not riding on the tractor where the bike gets more to than the rider. You got to find a track that, it just, that uh, abuses the rider. Not the bike. And, and so if you don't, if you ride a track tractor work you, you can the bikes run in full speed, and you can help you.
2: right? Unless you're looking for a, to 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 ride fast on a fast track. Yeah, it's definitely things have changed quite a bit. Uh, I mean, it's very scientific now. Um, not something I would enjoy, that's for sure. What about um, rider like personalities? Let's talk about a couple different things happened on the po- or on the press conference. Or not just post race. We saw, like you talked about, Adam Sirell being very humble, being very mature, and and giving a uh, an interview. And then a lot of people are upset with Cooper Webb's press conference comments. Um, I'm not bothered by it really. I mean, you know, Cooper he could have been a little, maybe a little bit less aggressive, but that's Cooper. I mean, he he's fired up. He just what, won was, a championship.
4: Was that a response to your question? It was he yes. He it was responsible, response to question. And then she had a, a, a long question asking if she, if I'm not mistaken, you asked to after seeing Adam incident, was he not concerned with it? And, and uh, basically he summed it up as uh, she was responsible. And and a lot of it has to do with uh, his, um, I mean, I've always, I mean, he even had some podium interviews on the box after, you know, on, on the broadcast. That was pretty cool. I liked how he says, uh, you know, get, did the Red Bull slogan about giving him wings and yeah, and uh, so I mean, sure, some of the stuff uh, might have raised an eyebrow, but uh, my God, he's speaking from the heart. So, right. Uh, he's uh, just like his comment about the national. See, like he gives key craps about the national, <laughs> but he was more colorful about it. And uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure KTM loved to hear that, but still. Um, that's what he's thinking. So, uh, um, I mean, we, we, we can't
2: muscle him. let what i him Yeah, you know, then, some fans, you know, like they, they don't want the, the cookie-cutter robotic answer that some guys give, and then you get a guy like Cooper who's not robotic, and then people complain about that too. Um, yeah, I think – and I don't think what Cooper said – I don't think he meant, like, he doesn't care about the, the Nationals coming up at all. I don't, He didn't care about the Nationals at that moment when Cooksey asked him well, about true. him
4: true yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah i I, I get that yeah, yeah but still though the fact that he said that right kind of uh, eye, eyebrow raising as well uh, yeah. so uh, i don't think I'll, i would not put too much into what he said about adam and that's actually
2: that sure yeah yeah i agree um well all right so we got nationals coming up in two weeks not Well. Yeah. just just under two weeks now um what are your thoughts on eli uh does he win another championship dennis
4: well, man, he is sure fun to watch when he goes beast mode. I mean, that, that, the, I mean it, but where where does it come from? I don't know if it's self uh, preservation or or what's going on uh, at times when he can't pass nobody, <laughs> and then there's times where there is no equal to him. Uh, and and if he could just tap that beast mode every time, it would just be impressive as hell. But I somewhat understand that because there's there's been been times where I rode to the point where I don't think it' can be beaten I know obviously I, I I it's on the professional level thats, and that's another deal but uh, uh but there's times when I've had drives to where i've where I rode my absolute best, and there's times where it just seemed mediocre and that's that's what would i sure I think he'll be able to defend because uh uh he he certainly um knows how to smooth out a track i mean right. I, I remember when he before he was riding green in down that monster downhill at Glen Helen, full of full of breaking bumps, just absolutely incredible. Uh, the, the the guy is impressive to watch, and so uh, let's just hope we see more events with him at his absolute best than than floundering around back there. And uh, outdoors, he doesn't seem to flounder as much as he does indoors.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, do you, but do you think just just as a you know your prediction? Do you think he wins a championship, or do you think Cooper? Has, do you think Cooper has a chance?
4: Well, sure, he's got a chance. He's got the talent, no question about it. Yeah, uh, and I think one thing too, though, is All we got to right. consider how, what kind of condition Anderson's going to be in because he, he's hungry and wants to prove that, that his number one plate was earned, and it was earned. Uh, Webb certainly earned his, so uh, there's no uh, doubt it's, it ought to be. It ought to go off like a house of fire, and uh, <laughs> the, sure, I think, Webb, I think Webb will get some uh, uh, wins, uh, but. Um, unless Eli like, throws it away and really does a lot of points I, I, I don't foresee him getting beat but Webb will certainly
0: challenge him no question about it
2: right go ahead TJ
0: yeah I totally can completely believe this he wouldn't blow me away if Webb comes out and just does murder people because there are guys who ride off of confidence there's guys like like tomac um, Tomac can just Show up today and just murder everybody, and then do terrible tomorrow. You know what I mean? But I find Webb more like Barca. You get a win, you get confident, you get cocky, you're riding good, and I mean that's how he's feeling right now. I mean, it would not blow my mind if he comes if he's having good testing to show up at round one of the outdoors and then just whack everybody.
4: Yeah, it, it's it, it's absolutely possible. I, I agree, that's possible. Uh but I think supercross is a lot more methodical and and uh, when when you get outdoors it's a different ball game. And I, I certainly think Eli should have him clevered and I would I, I wouldn't be surprised though if Lance went did him a challenge. And, and even, yeah. And so it, it, it'll be good though, because you have got uh, uh Muskin needs to prove something and Anderson needs to prove something as well and they're both capable of doing it.
2: Definitely. I'm, I'm very excited about, the as we always are when a season starts, I, I'm just excited about the possibilities. And then 250 should be good, too. I mean, uh, you, you have to think AC is going to be even more fired up now and hungry after what had just happened. Um, and, you know, and all the other guys, Justin Cooper and is always fast outdoors. It's going to be a very exciting 250 right. championship. Um, it should be. Absolutely should be. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait! It's uh, it's gonna be here before we know it. They're they're all going to Ho- or a lot of guys are going to Hawaii for the little Supercross race this weekend, and then right to outdoors. It's gonna be exciting.
4: You, you know what was cool to see is how oh, uh, Bubba Poly's team, Theodore Poly, and the results, but Bubba Polly and Scotty from that team, those guys had, they made every round. All the whole team made every round. And then John Cross other team too too, and the, so those guys did an excellent job, I think, to uh, to make all seventeen rounds and all the whole kept the whole team intact the whole time and goes yeah. each round uh, well one again one again yeah. a couple of floors but still though it, it, it was a good effort by those guys
2: yeah but, yeah i talked right.
4: you you're right I, i'm stoked about that
2: too absolutely i talked to scotty this weekend and uh that team is also sponsored by our newest sponsor blood lubricants uh a great oil company blood uh just came wow. on board with us this week so yeah really cool and, yeah, I always love seeing those privateers do well. And Scotty being from Marshall, Texas, uh, he's a local boy. So lots of love for that guy. Um, Dennis, thank you for taking a few minutes while you're traveling to pull over and uh, come on with us.
4: Oh, well, you bet, man. Thanks for listening to me. And uh, uh, you keep on rocking a second, guys. Love what
2: y'all do. All right, man. we Will do. All right, man. thanks, man. Thanks, Dennis. All right. Bye. You, All right. Uh, I apologize for some of those sound issues. Uh, like I said, Dennis traveling through South Oklahoma had a real bad phone signal. It sounded like TJ was knocking his phone against the fucking brick or something, making a bunch of background noise. Appreciate that, TJ.
0: That's definitely my fault. I'm out in the shop working on on stuff because I have very little time, and I did not realize just how loud it was picking it up.
2: Yeah, it picked up up everything.
0: None of it it is his fault. It's all my fault.
2: So I'm thinking the whole time, like, if – Say we got, like, let's just say we had, this is just way exaggerated, but after me being on Pope last night, we had, like, 500 more people want to listen to our show. If they listen to this show, they'll never listen again. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't post this show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> that was uh, that was some bad sound quality out of us. But, uh, that's yeah, blame it on my producer, TJ. Yeah,
0: I'm, first off, not being in studio. And second off, out here building a bumper um in the shop so yeah yeah
2: all right so for that all you
0: had to do is just tell me stop doing what you're doing
2: well i wasn't or, hey. for sure that it was you <laughs> i mean i don't he he was driving so it could have been him but it could have
0: been like tj what in god's green earth are you doing
2: yeah it was definitely like the whole time it sounded like you were knocking something uh, you're banging on something Yep, you suck, dude. This is... Okay, anyway. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Like, I apologize to anybody that's made it this far into this interview or this show so far because I'm exhausted. TJ's an idiot. Um, and we really did zero show prep, as you can tell. So, but uh, I'm stoked that Dennis was willing to come on. He He's really a fantastic guest, full of information. Just had a bad signal. And uh, with, along with him having a bad signal, TJ making a bunch of fucking noise. It just wasn't great, and um, blame TJ. That's all I can say. Blame me. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, I had a blast this weekend uh, cruising the strip with you and Doc, and Kathy was entertaining. Doc, you know, Not Doc, really. Well, Doc, it was okay, but Doc and I had to bail on you and Kathy. You guys were dragging us down.
0: Well, the, the problem is this. We were driving down the strip, and me and Kathy in our car, and we were like, why are we doing this? And Kathy was like, well, dark side said he go to the strip. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to the strip. I'd rather stay up in Fremont. And then, so we drove and down there, and then, Doc told me afterwards that you and him were like, why are we going to the strip? (laughs) I think it was a lack of communication. No,
2: I mean, originally, I wanted to see it, because I have never been. I wanted to check it out, but as I was doing it, well, first of all, I'm always in a hurry. Like, that's just the way I am. Like, I'm moving. So I kept having, me and Doc kept having to slow down and wait for your ass, and then finally, we just bailed. So I was kind of like, this is like for me, I was getting frustrated because I just wanted to go.
0: I was okay with y'all bailing. Well,
2: yeah, but I felt like a dick until you said it was okay, and then we bailed. But and then yeah. at the same time, honestly, like not, I'm I'm am a, a softy, man. I wanted my chick with me. It would have been a lot cooler to have Amber with me. Yeah. So I was. And that's of,
0: what me and Kathy were doing. We were just holding hands and walking, and she face planted into a into a um, handrail. What do you call it? A Handrail. Trying to great go the steps, yeah. The, I was crashing going
2: upstairs. Was right, awesome. right. Yeah, I just I wished Amber had been with me, I think I would have had a lot more fun. But uh anyway, yep, yep. still a good trip overall, had a blast. Um probably do it again for Monster Cup, we'll see. So And I'm gonna go riding somewhere
0: too again, but definitely not I don't know. We'll figure it
2: out. Yeah, I'll get you to bring my bike that time. So all right, man, hey, I'm gonna wrap th- this interview up. We got one more quick thing to do, uh, with muscle mark talking about stank dog and we're gonna yeah. call it a night. All right. See ya. Night. Later, Rough. Later. Since 1998, Fly Racing
0: has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort.
2: Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. 72 2 three. I wear Fly should wear Fly too. The 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles.
0: Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info.
3: If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X-Pod show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today.
2: We are back, and on the line with me is uh, Muscle Mark. He's He's been t- talking to Stank Dog a lot, who's about to do the... The outdoor nationals is a privateer on a two stroke again, which we love two strokes. and We know that Muscle Mark's all about the nineties, two strokes. Um, so Mark, what's up, it. dude?
1: Uh man. No. Just uh trying to clean up all my clothes here at work. I got another week's worth of time to be out here, so I gotta gotta wash up here and there.
2: Back out in the oil field doing the doing the uh man camp thing, huh?
1: Oh yeah, this one's actually really nice. It even has a swimming pool. But most of the time, I'm in shitholes. <laughs> <So, laughs> I like swimming pools. Yeah, I like them too. If I was wasn't too tired every day, I'd probably go get in it. But
2: yeah, I had every intention of getting in a pool while I was in Vegas, and then never, never did. Just never had time.
1: You didn't go to the pool at the Hard Rock?
2: No, I didn't. Even, I stay way off the strip, man. We, uh, I stayed north of the strip, and then. Just kind of... I only went down to the strip one time.
1: Yeah, I saw you post something. I guess you and TJ and his family went on
2: there. Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night, we, we decided to meet up. After Supercross Futures, we met up went and ate at some place that Doc had seen on uh, some kind of food channel thing or whatever. Some place that we went oh, yeah. to. It was pretty good. And then Heart, the Heartbreak Cafe is what it was called. Or Heart Attack Cafe. Um. Well, did it give you a heart attack? No, but they had some burgers there that were like those, like you'd see in cartoons. They were like a foot tall, you know, like six patties. And it was crazy, some of the shit they had to eat. I just got a regular hamburger. It was good.
1: Sounds like my kind of
2: joint. Yeah, yeah, you would love it, man. It's massive, lots of food, and it it was cool. It was a cool experience. We walked around a little bit. Doc and I finally bailed on Kathy and TJ because they were super slow and kind of annoying as as tj can be so uh, i would
1: have never never i would have never guessed any of that <laughs> never uh, yeah. i mean i don't even know who you're you know that, you know boring and tj don't go in the same sentence together right
2: right so uh tell us what's going on with stank you've been talking to him a little bit and i um, trying to you know help him out as much as you can what's going on what's the situation with Stank's nationals
1: yeah, been been chatting with the stank dog a little bit and uh you know, I just I'm pumped to see anybody who has the balls to get out and race on a on a two stroke. And yeah. uh he's actually not the only guy racing a one twenty five this year, uh, outdoors. Cody Williams is too. And uh he's actually a uh, you know, our, our buddy uh Brett Hooper yeah. from Works Wheels well, and Mods is is getting him dialed in. So he uh but yeah man, they're doing uh he's he's going out there on a husky and I guess uh riding a KTM. But they uh yeah, man, I'm just trying to get the guy to you know, give him a little help here and there. private privateer out. Those guys don't have uh don't always have the funds to, to make it easy on them. So donated a little myself, gonna continue to periodically throughout the, the remain you know, the course of the of the outdoor season and you know, wanted to <clears throat> just trying to Trying to get, you know, if you give 10 bucks, if you give five bucks, every little bit helps. Yes, not cheap. And right, you're our part. If you, you know, if there's anybody that wants to get involved and help him out, uh, you know, with, with whatever, I know he still needs a few things sponsor wise. So, uh, thank you for listening and the phone calls, dude.
2: Yeah, you have a, yeah, yeah, you have a link on your Instagram page, I believe, where people can help support Stank Dog. Um, yep. but you know, yep, we, we,
1: we on my instagram bio
2: okay cool we 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 hear well, first of all we see what a lot of these other like steve does for the privateers and how much people want to help out and of course privateerlife.mx with garrett slagle um a lot of people wanting to help I've out to get, i've been
1: meaning to get in touch with him by the way i keep forgetting thanks for reminding me yeah in yeah
2: <laughs> he's got some new shirts and stuff coming out where people can help contribute to his product his program if you want to buy a t-shirt that helps go towards some of the privateer stuff too which stank has included i think stank won the the drawing a couple times last year and hell yeah having you know, most moto guys love the two strokes so if you want to help and support and make it a little easier on stank so he can make all the rounds uh go to muscle marks instagram page and click on that link and donate um yeah hey, just give
1: whatever you can you Yeah, know, it's, it's 10 bucks 20 bucks you know two thousand bucks whatever you feel like you can handle <laughs> hell and, uh, yeah you know I gave two hundred bucks the other day and uh that's not a lot but uh it's a good start and if, if nothing else it buys him some food or some you know, entry fees a little yeah it pays, it pays part of his fee towards uh, racing hangtown uh I think that I think it's worth it, and uh, if anything else, that right there, if somebody just if he just gets his entries covered every week, I think the rest of it would be pretty easy. So
2: yeah, yeah, or not
1: easy, but but you know that Thanks. that's a good that's a pretty big
2: spend. Sure, it takes the load off a little bit. Um, yeah, and actually, Stank's going to be on next week, uh, right before Hangtown. We're going to have him on the show Tuesday night. So uh, that'd be well, we're going to have him on the show if he answers that. <laughs> That's that's the key there. We we got anybody. We all know the 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 character that is Stank. Uh, he'll show up to race. Whether he shows up for a podcast, that that's questionable.
1: Well, he's a free spirit. Sure,
2: sure. that's one way to put it, right? Yeah, he,
1: he's a <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a uh, free uh, spirit. He likes uh, yeah, he like he likes free free spirit stuff. Sure. So.
2: Well. Before we wrap this thing up, man, uh, what do you think about the Vegas finals, man? Give us, give us your highlights or lowlights.
1: Well, to be honest, I've only, I've only gotten to read about it because every time I start to watch it, my phone rings and, uh, I was at, you know, couldn't, uh, I didn't, I, it was on too late for me to watch it. We're working, working nights out here. So, I mean, I'm up at 3.30 in the 3.30 every morning. So, I mean, we're working days, my bad. Right, right. So I get up really early and, um. Yeah, I didn't step to watch it, but you know, to seeing the outcome, I mean, it's Cooper Webb's the man, dude. I mean, what do you say? I, I'm pumped. I mean, if you're not pumped for him, you don't have a pulse. Yeah, you
2: know? yeah, I, I, I love the guy. He was on our show last week, and I, I really like him. Um, I've grown to like him more throughout the season as I've gotten to know him better. Um, his press conference response to my question has gotten a lot of, um. What's the word I'm looking? Oh yeah, it's gotten what, a lot of response it? from people. A lot of people didn't like what he had to say.
1: What did
2: he say? Um. Okay. So I asked him the question. I said, "You're sitting." I've already said this on the show earlier, but I'll repeat it. Um, you're sitting on the line for the 450 main, watching the 250s. And I said, "You, in your heat race, you were battling with Eli. You clearly wanted to win that heat race." I said, "So you're sitting on the line, and we unfortunately see what happens to Adam C and Cirillo." does that change your mentality where you decide, think, I'm going to just maintain and win this championship? And he said, nah. He said, he cracked. I didn't.
1: Oh, that was you that asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that was you that asked. Yeah, of course. I saw that. Hey, that's good for work, homie. Yeah. Well, a lot of people...
2: It's kind of polarizing. Either people love the response or hate the response. Um,
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) You know, look.
2: I mean... I kind of, you know, me, I'm kind of a, I'm a lightweight. I'm kind of a nice guy. So I see where it really wasn't necessary to make a crack at Adam. But then at the same time, I said, man, he just won a championship. He's fired up. Uh, what people didn't see was the dude was, he was uh, full throttle when he walked into that press conference. He's like, given the, let's go. When he walked in, let's get this thing over with. I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, you know, I want to go party. Basically, he, you know, not in a negative way. He was like, he was, he was excited. You know, he didn't want to be there. He, he did what he, he just had. Ac-
1: he just accomplished, you know, accomplished the thing he's been dreaming about. Since yep. Day one riding the dirt bike. Yeah,
2: he so, was fired. Like, if, if he up.
1: says something offensive, uh, get over it. Don't. If your feelings are hurt, shut up. But right. here's the deal. Where here's where I understood where he was coming from on this. Yeah. It's vindication because he got. He played second fiddle to Adam Cinturillo his whole amateur career. Yep. And he got told that Adam was better and this, this, and that, and all that. So to him, like, to see where AC is as opposed to where he is at now, I mean, and he was already, he already had more accolades anyways, but to see where he is, I'm sure it, he still has that like thought, that taste in his mouth, like basically, ha-ha, F you, now you see, you know? Yeah. That's... And I mean, right, right or wrong is what it is, that's just how he feels, so at least respect it because it's a natural emotion, you know?
2: That's exactly what Daniel Blair said on main event this weekend was, you know, that, yeah, he, he always heard basically, you know, AC's the guy, and now he's, you know, Cooper's won a couple Supercross championships, I believe, an outdoor 250 championship, and, uh, you know, now, yeah, now he's a 450 champion.
1: Yeah, what happened? What, what's Censorillo's deal? Like, he, I thought he had it this year, you know? Oh, he I did. Maybe he thought he had it too, and that was the problem.
2: No, man, look, if you, when you get to watch it, you'll see, he just, he got a little too far left and caught a rut and I mean, I haven't rewatched it, but I saw it live and I saw the replay live, you know, at the stadium or whatever I mean, but, um, he cut, it looks like he caught a rut from what I saw. And there was a hole in the, like in a, on this tabletop thing or this where he landed. And I think it just right. caught him funny. And he clipped a, he, he kind of lost control and clipped a tough block. i I'm going to watch it again tonight on TV. But that's what I saw in the stadium is it looked like he just made a slight mistake and got too far left and caught a tough block.
1: Well, what about going back a little further than that, though? Like, I mean, he had a pretty nice size points lead and just crashed it away, basically. You know, like, I I hate it. I'm gutted for the guy. But at the same time, like, this is a big boy. This is a big league. It is what it is, you know? Like, you're on it. And, you know, I still feel bad for the guy because, you know, you put a lot of work in. You. You try, you overcome as many things as he's overcome, overcame, and you get to this point. You think, okay, finally, I'm, some shit's happening. I'm good. You know, I, I'm 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 where I'm, I'm getting the way I need to be. And then, boom, you know, Fernandez is the champion, and that's the end of it. Yeah, you know, the books can't be rewritten at this point. So.
2: No, no. I mean, I, I was like you said, I was gutted for AC. How I was gutted for Fortner, gutted for Mitch. But at the same time, man, I really, really like Dylan Ferrandis. I think the guy's awesome, and he's got you know he's going to be here a long time. Um, he and his wife just bought a house. And I brought that up at the pre-race at the press conference on Friday. I said, "Hey, um, look, you know, like, congratulations, you and your wife just bought a house. Looks like you're sticking around for a while, huh?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah." So he's here to stay, man. And I think it's going to make all these guys are going to make our series, the 450 series, in a couple years just keep being better and better
1: well he's about to be able to add on to that house with <laughs> yeah to yeah so, maybe they will pay it uh, off hey, good for him though he's dv's guy i'm a huge uh, david villeman fan he was you know he was good to us the first time we got to talk to him at dallas a few years ago Yep, i like i've liked him since 1998 anyways like i've just i you know he's french people give him shit but i think he's great so oh he's fantastic he, for those
2: he sat next to us all pretty much all saturday night at, in the press box and he disappeared real as soon as AC crashed. Looked back and and DV was gone. He ran down to the floor, but uh, he was pretty entertaining. So yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good dude, and um, yeah, he was on Pope last night. gave his his thoughts on that. Um, I got to sit in for that. It's pretty cool. He he's a good dude. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm honestly David um, seemed happier for Dylan's win than he probably ever did for his own wins.
1: That's pretty awesome. That shows you he cares about the kid. I yep. showed you I mean I mean I saw a picture he shared yeah. of Dylan when Dylan was like five and that's yeah, that's yeah. just that's just cool. Man. Yes, you it know? was.
2: Definitely. well
1: so, good thing I mean, if those guys will listen to David that train with him, but I mean, if they'll fully take what he, he knows what he's talking about, you know, no slouch at all.
2: Right, yeah. So. listen to listen to Pulp when you get a chance from last because that's yeah, that's stuff some of the things that uh, David talks about is like why Dylan originally contacted him and, and why he asked him to help um, it's pretty pretty interesting what David had to say about that
1: okay yeah I mean, I'm gonna get on that I, I, it's hard for me to catch to find enough time to to dedicate to a podcast if I turn it on in my room at night I just fall asleep right yep I so, get it, yeah. it uh, but I'll be home next week so if nothing else I'll catch it on the way home uh, you know anything digital, I, I, I like I'll go back and watch old supercrosses from 2000, 2001, 2002, especially like 02 and 2000. He was on freaking fire, man. It's fun to watch that guy. When he was
2: on. Yeah, definitely. So. He, he was amazing. So, but, uh, yeah, man, all Good right, deal. I guess we're going to wrap this thing up. I'm, uh, I'm exhausted. So I want to get this thing. We'll get the show posted and then I'm going to go get in bed with my chick and watch Vegas race back on TV.
1: Cool. Hey guys, my uh, my Instagram handle is at uh, MuscleMark90sX. So go check it out. The link for uh, for Stank Dog's PayPal is in my bio. Click on there, give him a few bucks. You know, nothing big. You don't have to do a lot, but help the guy get down the road. He's out there doing it on a two stroke, and I know so many of you want to continue to see guys do it. Well, it takes money. Nobody, no factories are getting behind a two stroke effort. So let's right. help him out.
2: Yeah, and I'll I'll tag you and him in the uh, Instagram post when I when I do it tomorrow for the show. So we'll get it posted. Awesome. All right, Mark. Thank you, Dark. Appreciate Appreciate you, man. Holler at me when you get in town. Ah, I guess maybe he won't holler at me. He just hung up. (laughs) All right, so yeah, the show. uh, You know, I probably shouldn't. Don't even need to apologize. I know if you guys like the show, you like it, but. uh, this one was wasn't perfect, but we're tired. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate all the patron supporters, all the sponsors, uh, all the people we met this weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the Rick Rick stickers that Burm Lords made. That was really cool. So Thursday night before I flew out, I always stay at my buddy Shan Garcia's house, who owns Shock Socks, Burm Lords graphics, and uh, Adam Montoya works for him. We were sitting there, and Adam and I were talking about the Pulpomex show and the whole. Um, the th- the thing between Ricky and Steve and blah blah. blah and I said, man, I'm sure. I wish I thought to ask ahead of time to get some stickers made for the live show at Vegas that we went to for Pulp. And hell, Adam just said, "Oh, let's print some real quick." So he made me a, a, about seventy five to a hundred stickers that said "Rick, Rick." Pass those things out at Vegas. Um, just so you guys know, I have about five to ten left so if anybody really wants a couple hit me up on Instagram direct message me or hit me up on the motoxpodshow.com contact form and maybe I'll send you some out alright that is episode 123 once again thanks to Blood Lubricants for coming on our title sponsor Torque One Racing Shock Socks MX Girl Designs All Sport Dynamics Fly Racing Power Band Racing Works Wheels and Mods Extreme Colors Kyle Tucker Real Estate that is a wrap
3: will come I ask you, wait, just
1: give